Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom. This is Harriet, and I will be reading for you today, this Monday, January 15th or the 5th of Shabbat on the Hebrew calendar. This week we are in a portion from the Torah or the parasha called Bo, which means come. And the scripture reading from the Torah will be Exodus or Shmot, chapter 10, verse 12 through verse 23. Before we start reading the scripture, please join me in blessing and thanking God for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. So let's start in Exodus. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Stretch out your hand over the land of Mitzrayim for the locusts, so they may come up unto Mitzrayim and eat every plant in the land, everything that hail has left. So Moshe stretched out his staff over the land of Mitzrayim, and the Lord brought an east wind over the land all that day and all night. When it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts. The locusts came up over all the land of Mitzrayim and rested on the entire territory of Mitzrayim. So dense, there was nothing like it before them, nor will there ever be again. For they covered the face of the whole earth, so that the land was darkened, and they ate every plant in the land, and all the fruit from the trees that the hail had left. No green thing remained not a tree or a plant of the field throughout all the land of Mitzrayim. Then Paro quickly called for Moshe and Aharon and said, I have sinned against the Lord your God and against you. Now forgive my sin only this once, please. So pray to the Lord your God, just so he would take this death away from me. So he went out from Paro and prayed to the Lord. Then the Lord turned the wind from the west, very strong, and it carried off the locusts and drove them into the sea of reeds. Not one locust remained in all the territory of Mitzrayim. 
But the Lord hardened Paro's heart, and he did not let Bnei Israel go. Then the Lord said to Moshe, Stretch out your hand toward heaven, and there will be darkness over the land of Mitzrayim, a darkness that may be felt. So Moshe stretched out his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Mitzrayim for three days. They could not see one another, nor could anyone rise from his place for three days. Yet all Bnei Israel had light within their dwellings. That was Exodus 10, 12 through 23. From the portion of the prophets, we will read 2 Samuel, or Shmuel, chapter 20. Now, a worthless fellow happened to be there, a Benjamite named Sheva, son of Bichri. He blew the shofar and said, We have no portion in David, no inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to his tents, O Israel. So all the men of Israel withdrew from following David and followed Sheba, the son of Bichri. But the men of Yehuda kept close to their king from the Yarden to Jerusalem. Now when David arrived at his palace in Jerusalem, the king took the ten women, the concubines whom he had left to take care of the palace, and put them in a guarded house. He provided for them, but he did not cohabit with them. So they were confined until the day they died, living in widowhood. Then the king said to Amasa, Summon to me the men of Yehuda within three days and be here yourself. So Amasa went to summon Yehuda, but he took longer than the set time that he had allotted him. Then David said to Avishai, now Sheva, son of Bichri, will do us more harm than Avshalom. So take your Lord's servants and pursue him, lest he find for himself fortified cities and escape from our sight. So Joab's men went after him, along with the Cherethites, the Pelethites, and all the mighty men, and set out from Jerusalem to pursue Sheva, son of Bichri. When they were at the great stone that is in Gibeon, Amasa came to meet them. Now Joab was dressed in his military uniform, and over it was a belt with a sword in its sheath, fastened on his waist, and as he stepped forward, it fell out. Then Joab said to Amasa, Is it well with you, my brother? With his right hand, Joab took Amasa by the beard to kiss him. But Amasa took no heed to the sword that was in Joab's other hand. So he stabbed him with it in the groin and poured out his entrails to the ground and did not strike him again, for he died. Then Yuav and his brother Avishai pursued Sheva, son of Bichri. Meanwhile, one of Yuav's young men stood over Amasa and said, Whoever favors Yuav and whoever is for David, let him follow Yuav. Yet Amasa lay wallowing in his blood in the midst of the highway. So when the man saw that all the people stood still, he dragged Amasa from the highway into the field and threw a garment over him, because he saw that everyone passing, him, pa passing by him paused. Once he removed him from the highway, 
everyone passed on, following Yoav to pursue Sheva, son of Bichri. Now he went through all the tribes of Israel to Avel and Beth Makkah. All the Berites gathered together and indeed followed him. They came and besieged him in Avel of Beth Makkah and cast up a siege ramp against the city. It stood against the outer fortification, and all the people with Yoav battered the wall in order to topple it. Then a wise woman cried out from the city, Listen, listen, please tell Yoav to come over here that I may speak with him. When he approached her, the woman asked, Are you Yoav? I am, he answered. Then she said to him, Listen to the words of your handmaid. I am listening, he answered. Then she spoke up, saying, They used to say in old time, They shall surely seek counsel at the veil, and that's how they settled any dispute. I am one of those who are peaceable and faithful in Israel. Are you seeking to destroy a mother city in Israel? Why would you devour the Lord's inheritance? Yoav replied, saying, Never, far be it from me that I would devour up or ruin. The matter is not so, but a fellow from the hill country of Ephraim, Sheva, son of Bichri, is his name, has lifted up his hand against King David. Give him up alone, and I will withdraw from the city. So the woman replied to Yoav, Look here, his head will be thrown to you over the wall. Then the woman approached all the people wisely. So they cut off the head of Sheva, son of Bichri, and threw it over to Yoav. He then blew the shofar, and they were dismissed from the city, each to his tent. Then Yoav returned to Jerusalem to the king. Now Yoav remained over all the army of Israel. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, was over the Cherethites and the Pelethites. Adoram was over the forced labor. Jehoshaphat, son of Ahilud, was the recorder. Sheva was scribe. Sadok and Aviatar were Kohanim, and Ira, the Yearite, also was a Kohen to David. That was the prophets, and now the writings. We will read Psalm 87. A Psalm of the Sons of Korah, a song. His foundation is in the holy mountains. The Lord loves the gates of Zion more than all the dwellings of Yaakov. Glorious things are spoken of you, city of God, Silla. I will mention Rahav and Babel among those who acknowledge me. Behold, Philistia and Tyre with Cush. This one was born there. But of Zion, it will be said, this one and that one were born in her. And Elion himself will establish her. The Lord will count in the register of the peoples. This one was born there, Silah. Then singing and dancing, all my fountains of joy are in you. That was Psalm 87. And now, finally, the last portion is from Luke chapter 12. Verse 35 through verse 59. 
heavier belt strapped on and lamps burning. Be like people waiting for their master to return from a wedding feast, so that when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Happy are those slaves whose master finds them alert when he comes. Amen, I tell you. He will prepare himself and have them recline at table and will come and serve them. And if he comes in the second or even the third watch and finds them so, they will be happy. But understand this, that if the master of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have allowed his house to be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Then Kepha said, Master, are you telling this parable for us or for everyone? And the Lord said, Who then is the faithful and wise manager, whom the master will put in charge of his servants, to give them their food portion at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whose master finds him doing so when he comes. Truly, I tell you, his master will put him in charge of all his possessions. But if that servant says in his heart, My master is taking a long time to come, and he begins to beat the young slave boys and girls, and to eat and drink and get drunk, the master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he does not know, and he will cut him in two and assign him a place with the unfaithful. That slave who knew his master's will but did not prepare or act according to his desire will be harshly whipped, but the one who did not know and did things worthy of a beating will be whipped lightly. From every one given much, much will be required, and from the one for whom more is provided, all the more they will ask of him. I came to pour out fire on the earth, and how I wish it were already ablaze. But I have an immersion to endure, and how distressed I am until it is finished. Do you suppose that I have come to bring shalom on earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on there will be five in one house in opposition, three against two, and two against three. They will be divided, father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Then he also was saying to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, instantly you say, A rainstorm is coming, and so it is. And when a south wind is blowing, you say, It will be a scourger, and so it is. Hypocrites, the surface of the earth and sky you know how to interpret, yet you don't know how to interpret this present time. Why can't you judge for yourselves what is right? For while you are going with your accuser to the authorities, make an effort to come to a settlement with him so he does not drag you before the judge, and the judge hand you over to the officer of the court, and the officer of the court 
throw you into prison. I tell you, you will never get out of there until you have paid back the last little bit. That was the last scripture for today. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you would also read Philippians 2, 1 through 13. Philippians 2, 1 through 13 today. This has been Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I pray that everyone who's listened will have ears to hear and that the Holy Spirit um, will minister through the Word of God to you today. For now, Shalom from Israel. Until next time.